0: everyone went home early yesterday at Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, the Rose Hill track said, oh, I've just had enough, I can't do any more, everyone's got to go home and give me a break. Uh, the rain that came for race number two yesterday was unexpected, it came out of nowhere, uh, remarkably they went out for the third race but then that was it, Rosehill was called off after a tremendous amount of rain. Uh, safety of horses and jockeys paramount, Ronnie, they couldn't continue.
1: No, I was surprised they even went in the barriers for the second. Mm. Honestly, it was scary stuff. And just come from nowhere. I don't think it was expected on the radar. It just popped up and arrived. And unfortunately, it was just impossible to race. Uh, When they're spread out over 200 metres going the line, you know it's tough work and, and it gets into that safety issue and you've got to stop. Yeah, the boys just
2: said that the footing underneath, they just couldn't get proper footing. They were slipping and sliding. And... Not only that, it's visibility as well. You know, like although it's not raining, just the the spray off the track with the water and the
1: goggles, and Mm. then you add some mud. It's uh, yeah, not good. Well, Nash found that out, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I I was watching Nash in race two, and I thought he's back four, five lengths last, and he didn't know where he was. Mm. Everything could hit him, and uh, he he was trying to clean his goggles. He didn't know if there was anything in front of him. He was just blinded. I I think it was scary, scary stuff. But. uh, Everyone, you know, everyone's got through unscathed, um, horse and jockey, and, and and will survive till tomorrow at Newcastle, mm. and um, they're probably going to do their backside on the on the on the whole deal, the, the racing New South Wales and the club. But the participants participants will still, you know, give a chance to race for the big money. Yep. That's right. We have to get these
0: races underway. Yep. Take the Tullock, for example. Those horses are only now from
1: Monday. A few days out from the Derby, they need to yeah, run. They need to run. They, they, they do need to run, and uh, uh, yeah, and it's such a great lead-up for the Derby as well. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, there's some recent, you know, double winners there that uh, it can still be done. It can still be done. We're
0: going to talk to Dwayne Dow later in the show to find out how that track will come through, but uh, they can cop a, 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 an amazing amount of rain at Newcastle. Uh, I think they got rain overnight uh, in town, so we'll have an update. Now we're going to get a different. A completely different ball game on Monday.
1: No doubt yeah. in the world. You know, well, I've got there. I've got my set of tips from yesterday, and I'm sitting there last night. I'm saying, well, I'm I'm tipping this because. Uh you know, Rose Hill inside on pace. Yep. And it, it makes life a whole lot easier for maybe even that Queensland filly. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to be, it's a lot easier to come from last at Newcastle than Rose yeah. Hill. Yep. Back uh, on top of the ground. And back, you know, it's not going it to be ain't on ain't top ain't of the ground. But better it's gonna, than Rose
0: it's gonna be, Hill. <laughs> it's going to be not going to be bottomless. Yeah. Well, when we spoke to Tim Ryan, the head trader of the Tab, who was uh, giving us his opinion on how the Tab were going to uh, frame their markets and who they were going to keep safe, who they were going to lay. All of a sudden their lay of the day might be their best bet of the day.
1: Exactly and then, then we go to the speed maps a lot of those speed horses were scratched on on Saturday yep. they're, they're back in the field if they want to run so it's it's a it's a whole new ball game. Yeah so uh,
0: to, uh, to bring you up to date with what is going to happen on Monday Tomorrow we are going to Newcastle for a seven-race programme. The last race on the programme, the benchmark 88, becomes race one and then all other races flow on. Uh, All horses that were scratched for the meeting go back into the field so we'll have a fresh set of scratchings by 7.30, 7.45 tomorrow morning. Uh, There were options of to put the whole carnival back a week, which they did last year, but we're in different times mm. than last year. A lot of bookings have been made. No one was making bookings last year. We were, in, we were deep into COVID and, and no one was going anywhere. Uh, we didn't have a capacity crowd at Randwick. This year we can have a capacity crowd at yeah. Randwick. So pushing it back a week probably, probably wasn't an option for the club, for the patrons and for everyone else. The participants had to be looked after and that's why this meeting is being forced
1: to, to get underway on Monday, okay. the, the going back a week Really wasn't an option this time around. Yeah, I can understand that because uh, you know you've got to think you know this is a feature day and we've got you know people a lot of people plan their interstate trips. They've paid for their they've had enough of their trips being cancelled. Yes. <laughs> um, and even overseas people you'll find there'll be a lot of people coming in over, overseas for these championships, mm. and they don't want to be mucked around either. I think there's nothing we could do. It was a little bit earlier last year, and, and it was it was it before the slipper, the week yeah. before the slipper. Yeah. so. Yep. All in all, not ideal, but uh, we're going to get it done and, um, within
0: a couple of days. Chris Waller did, uh, there was a quote from him in the paper this morning, and, he, and it is true. With COVID, we've learned to change things quickly and adapt to them. <laughs> yes. So what's, what's moving a meeting to Monday?
1: Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's not as big a drama as we're all exactly trying to make out.
0: Okay, um, look, we're a shortened show this morning. Uh, We'll cram as much as we can into 30 minutes. We'll have a look at the three races from yesterday, and then we'll look forward to to Monday and also the championships in general. And uh, J-Mac's got a fight in his hands, literally coming up on Monday morning before he gets to Newcastle. More on that in a moment. Let's have a look at the first Uh, yesterday. This was tampering, winning the midway for Kerry Parker, who, by the way, was only... Moments away from walking into the stewards' room scratching. and scratching, think it over from the Tancred after the running of race three before they called it off. He got off to a great start
1: with tampering yesterday. Yeah, and it was a really good training performance yeah. as well. You know, to resume in in, in a race 1300, no bad.
2: Yeah, first up, it was, it was some sort of effort, and it was a good ride by Tommy Sherry. Like that track, it's been racing a little bit, a little bit upside down. You know, like you have to be near the fence one week and then out sort of in the middle of the track, but um. He summed it up quite well Tommy early in the day and the
1: first race he walked the track and he said that was the best part of the track to be so it's good it rides and he did it with a bit of weight as well so he really dominated that a lot so it's hard to assess the rest uh, two ups being honest without winning um, and during night she was okay first up but she's a hard mare to follow and Holy rain, well, he, he just chases the pack. He just refuses to go early, and then he runs on and catches your eye late. So wet track form, that's what it is, wet track form and a hard race to assess. And that was the best surface they got all day <laughs> Yes.
0: in the first. Uh, let's go and hear from Kerry Parker and Tommy Sherry.
3: Considering he
2: had uh, hadn't trialled or anything, like uh, I was a little concerned with it real heavy. His, his, his best performance had been sort of on that slow track, but heavy seemed to have bogged down. But he was just that well and able to travel into it, and... When you sort of went through the form with all the scratchings I and mean, everything, he's ended up in the right race, you know. And, uh, you know, to Tommy's um, credit, he'd walked the track and he thought the inside was all right and we're happy to stay there, you know. So it worked out perfect for us.
0: And this, uh, this would be his uh, level, this midway level, right at this time.
2: Yeah, perfect for him, you know. Uh, that's when uh, glad to get his kilo and a half off, but uh, it made it easy today. It was a pretty easy watch, really, wasn't it?
1: It's definitely heavy and that. that uh shower around we had just before the force didn't help. It's, it's very shifty on top. I felt. Um,
3: I'd say we'd be leaning towards a heavy ten towards the end of the day.
1: And this
0: is where it got ugly. Talk about horsemanship. You needed every little bit of it to uh, to keep your horse going through this. What we saw in race number two yesterday.
1: Uh, it was Williamsburg who was completely uncomfortable but found a way to win. Yeah, he's a strong. He's a strong colt. There's no doubt about it, and could well be a. You know, a little sleeper for the Champagne Stakes. He's, I think, his mother Fenway won a, a Vinery, so he's got a bit of strength in his pedigree. And he, I thought, Moko was coming to beat him here for sure. Uh, and Moko was a tough effort in his own right, coming from Melbourne, without any wet track experience. But Just Williamsburg just was the tougher one late there, with recent racing on his side. There was good money for uh, for uh, for Matcha Latte there. Uh, so, with the market liking him, I, w- I would think. That uh, he could be one to keep an eye on. That's boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yeah. What was the end result with boyfriend? Was there any stewards' report? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, they said he hung. They pulled him out because he was hanging so bad. Uh. So he just hung out, and uh, and uh, obviously was Brenton eased him out of the race when he obviously wasn't comfortable and something wasn't right with him. Yeah. yeah. Sterling. Uh, they got. Uh,
0: the horse came back straight away and, and there was no phys, uh, physical signs wrong with him and, yeah. S- and sterling
1: explains that in an interview coming up this is nash yeah look at him back he'll be back last in the yellow clary connors colors here he, he goes he's looking on the inside he he he's obviously uh, and then it gets worse or well, he gets this will be where he's getting all the spray back mm. corey and you'll see yep. him he'll be reaching for the goggles in a minute and he was all over he, look at him there he's standing he up in the where eyes I reckon there was boulders hitting him in the head there. Uh, but he, he couldn't see a thing. And um, and then when he gets up into the field, he'll see him go for his goggles here in a minute. He, he's standing more, That's not Nash's style. Yeah, that's, he had a wipe of the goggles there. Yeah, and he, I think he has another one around the side here. And then he always starts to grab the bit. And he's he's up in the field and he doesn't know where he is and who's in front of him and who's around uh, uh, Look, that was a scary race, that. I, I don't... I, I don't think they would have run that race if, if uh, this was on the radar. Yeah. This, this radar. It wouldn't have sent them out. That reminded me of the Newmarket when it started hailing that day. Yeah. Didn't think anything could have happened that That's day.
0: Right. And the other day that I've experienced being at a race course where it was even worse than that was when that storm hit at Mudgy yeah. for the country championships. Yeah. That was even scarier than this. But you're right, when Wanted won that Newmarket, it was the same thing. It was like, well, we've got to bring them
1: home somehow. They yeah. may as well race home. Yeah, so yeah, I think we'll learn a lot from that. But uh, yeah, it's a forgetful day. But look, it's, we're so lucky we all got through that with unscathed because that was, uh, and then we then it, the sun came out. We thought, oh, they're yeah, off the, now. The sun half come out there, but yeah. obviously this track was gone. But what did they run the last 600 in? Oh, those well, the last two races? yeah, races? was. It was 40 for race three. Was it 40? 40, 40 <laughs> 42, two? something. 40. 42.
0: I think I thought that was race was being run in slow motion. We'd, yeah. we'd got the tape wrong. Let's go to Sterling Alexio, who was there after the race. Um, we start with uh, boyfriend and then we get to the winner. OK, Sterling. first of all, uh, your other horse, a boyfriend who Brenton pulled out of the race, he's OK?
3: Yeah, he's OK. Um, Brenton just said he started to hang a bit and he said the more he fought him, the worse he got. He said, I just had to sort of retire me out of the race. He was hanging that bad. OK,
0: Williamsburg, it was just a... A typical wet track slog there, but more than usual.
3: Yeah, um, you know, he's, he's got a pretty stout pedigree and he's, he's shown his liking for wet tracks and uh, he looked the winner about 300 out but he had to sustain a, a bit of a slog with one to the line so no, it's good for him to get a win and we'll probably as long as he comes through today well uh, he'll probably back up in the, the size next week. And that was always in the back of your mind? That was always the plan. Um, that's why Brenton rode the other one, because um, obviously he was committed to Portelli's next week, yes. and that was always the plan with him. Kieran would ride him this week with a, probably a, a jockey that might be able to ride him next week.
0: Yeah, you just got to hope he comes through that, because uh, he's going to be pretty muscle sore tomorrow.
3: He, he could be. Um, He's copies cop- racing very well on these wet tracks, so I'd be surprised if he didn't come through it well. But um, we'll just have to see what happens.
2: Bloody hard work, Brandy's taking big ones at the 600, knowing that uh, we're going to need it. But um, full credit to my horse. It's um, you know it's very waterlogged there now, but he wasn't loving it. But he you know his, his ability got him through it, and he, he tried hard all the way to the line. So you know he's a lovely horse for the future. Yeah. Have you ridden on much worse conditions? Don't reckon I have. Um, you know it's a Group One day, so we hopefully we can get through. But we just like this to bugger off because um you know, there's gonna be a lot of lying water there now, so yeah, you know, you're gonna to, gonna to need to have a nice smooth run in transit and obviously handle work around which is um, uh, speaks for itself, yeah.
1: Nice apprenticeship for Ali Mosley as well. So, you know, it's a job. I know it's a job. Yes. Well, you had to send her around the barrier there just mm. to toughen her up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Welcome <new> <laughs> to, to first grade. <laughs> she bought new gumboots during the week, which well, I thought was a very good move. Yes, very good. Um twenty one dollars, Williamsburg. Three fifty fireburn. Can they beat her in the English size being so dominant in the slipper?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, this show court's an interesting horse. Um he's trialed the game the other day, but he he'd probably want to he hasn't had a recent run, but He'd, uh, he's got a bit of a boom on him, uh, Moko probably hangs around now, she's extreme, she was more fancied than Fireburn going into the slipper, so let's still game on. Um, let's go to the last race of the day. Who won the last? Pikey won the last again,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pikey hey? in <hit> the last. <laughs> we should have known, if we'd only have known. This was Mount Popper who's a wet tracker, and Polly Gray, who's a little bit unlucky there, but um, another wet tracker, two wet trackers going to the line together. It was a great ride by Yeah, it was. It was a terrific ride. He he knew where Tommy was, and he he
2: rolled up around him just to hold Tommy in the pocket. And um, I'm not sure Polly Gray would have actually beat him anyway. Like, the more Polly Gray come to him, um, he he just kept fighting it
1: off. but it was a, it was a good good smart ride. Yeah, I think she would have won. I think she would. I'm I go back to win. I'm happy. But I, I I'm I'm happy to put my hand out and collect because I think <laughs> she should. <laughs> it's a very vital stage in those heavy tracks when you're losing yep. momentum and the other yeah. horse is just kidding. to you. And uh, yeah, each to their own. I I I thought she should have won. But look, they're both very good wet trackers. The Kiwi was good there. He toughed it out well. Moroni. Uh, So, maybe something for him over the carnival. And Alacan, is a real stayer, so that's why he was surviving there at the finish. But look at him. When they're finishing over 200 metres, it's not good racing. It's not good racing. Mm. And last week it was a heavy 10. The two 2,000 metre races, at least, run five seconds slower. Yeah. So, that tells you how bad that track was. So, we need new figures. (laughs) Yes. That was a heavy 15. That was a. Well, it was. It was. Why don't we just go back to dead slow and heavy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the numbers. <laughs> um, let's
0: go and hear from Michael Hawkes after the race, and also Willie Pike. Uh, he got there in the end, that's for sure, but yeah, you know, I've got to give Willie credit. He actually rode a really good race. He, he just popped off at the right time at the 700, and to the horse's credit, he's third up on a, on a, on a heavy 20. Like, it's pretty painful out there, and uh, the last sort of 50, 100 metres was a slugfest, and, truth he probably started knocking up a little bit but uh, to his credit he actually still fought hard and got the job done. He came here with a with a bit of a bang didn't he? Yeah he did. Uh, look a lot of these Europeans just take time you know we're still learning about them um, you know obviously uh, he's got a lot of upside he's uh, been racing in, in very good company and even today um, you know it wasn't really about the company it was more about the track just trying to get through it and truth I really don't think he liked it personally um, he was dipping and diving a little bit there over the back but in saying that um He's got the job done, but uh, it's onwards and it upwards now, and uh, it was a great effort. It was a little bit
2: of a make or break. It was probably a little bit early, but testing conditions of the track, I, I didn't want to leave it to chance. I knew he was a, uh, obviously his favourite, but I knew he was a very good rider, and I thought uh, pop him in the clear just a smidge early. And uh, I know the other horse ran me to a head, but it was never past me. Testing conditions, mate? Sorry? Testing conditions? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've seen more rain, I think, in the last two weeks than I have in a lifetime.
0: <laughs> Testing conditions, mate. <laughs> <laughs> were they? <laughs> <laughs> he's settling in well, uh, Willie. Yes. He's settling in well. I think he's yeah. moving the family over. I is think. He? I think the uh, Sydney's going to be home. They're going to oh. come off the farm and they're to take the bush out the big of the boy. city. City kids.
2: <laughs> uh, now, will he base himself, Rose Hill? with Hawks,
0: or probably. Yeah. Uh, here's we'll the Dural or or somewhere. He'd be happy. Yeah. Here. <laughs> 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 here's the T J Smith stakes market, which is on next Saturday, of course. Nature Strip is the favourite at two fifty. Eduardo Trial during the week at $4.00. Mars Crusader at $8.00. Now Shelby 66 is officially not nominated, but they will, they will get him into the field. He's $9.00 in a TJ.
1: Well, you have a look at the weather forecast. It, it rains all the way through to next Saturday at Round Week, they're saying. Yeah. So he will come up nearly favourite on the tote.
0: September run. <laughs> September run. Coming back to Sydney after winning a William
1: Reid. Yeah, well, we all had her down as a straight track uh, mare only, but uh, she did a pretty good job here. Um, just trained, obviously, at the minute, I think... Yeah, I don't know what to think of the race, of Hel- Helverson and General bow battling away. The three-year-old generation's got talent. Well, the odds on favourite, um, Marabi. I think she was running for an early Everest slot there. Mm. And I think that'll be kept on ice till we see
0: her again. No doubt. Um, by the way, that was Chris Waller's 134th. Group one victory. It's on fire. Gay Waterhouse, before she joined up with Adrian, finished her individual career on 134.
1: Wow, mm, that's incredible. Chris
0: Waller joins her on that number. Um, now, James McDonald, what is he doing? He's, um, he's watched too much TV. He's watched too much TV. He Thinks he's Sunny Bill. He thinks he's Sonny Bill. <laughs> he's going to spar. <laughs> he's going to spar with um, George Kembosis. Mm. Have you seen this, Blake? Yeah, yeah, he, he's only a little fella. Yeah, it's only a little fella. <laughs> Same, <laughs> be rolling around in wet newspaper <laughs> by the look of him. Yeah. White trunks, by the way. This is who James is going to spar on Monday morning, tomorrow morning. White trunks, George Cambosos. This will be fun, James. <laughs> I hope, he can't wait for this. I hope he's going to have one hand tie on his back. <laughs> this is a this is a tab promotion. Just to, that's when James should have looked away. <laughs> uh, so last year, Kambosis Jr. stunned the boxing world by becoming the undisputed world champion and now holds five world title belts. And he'll be defending his titles in Melbourne later this year. And James McDonald, who's just a jockey, who's just a jockey, has to fight this bloke. <laughs>
1: All the best, Chip. Yeah, good luck. <laughs>
4: And Glenn Feldman scored this contest 115 to 112 for your winner by split decision. He's still undefeated. And the
0: Precious Cambosis is going to be uh, starring <laughs> with J-Mac. That's tomorrow morning and um, we'll show you clips of that, uh, obviously, through the week. And then McDonald's going to get on a helicopter and fly to Newcastle to ride on Tankwood Stakes Day. Well, it'll be a big day for him. I hope he doesn't end up with eyes like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> there'll be no riding at all. Tomorrow. Um, we're going to take a break, we'll come back and we'll get a track update for Newcastle with Dwayne Dow, the Secretary of the NJC.
1: Cut the corner. Pandora Blue at the 300. Three clear. Barossa Rosa runs to second. Then followed divine breath. Grand Rumeur trying to pick up the pieces late. At the 150. Pandora Blue tackled by Barossa Rosa. Then Poseidon Ruler. Grand Rumeur very late. Barossa Rosa hasn't gone round a horse. Clear. Grand Rumeur runs to second. But Barossa Rosa's too good. Won the qualifier a length and a half. Good ride too. Second in Grand Rumeur. Third in Poseidon Ruler. Then Pandora Blue. Cut the corner and say, I reckon he saved six links, yeah, you know, yeah, he did, day. it was, and uh, credit to Jeff, you know, uh. Hope he comes and Roger in the final. you got two in the final now? Yes we have. It's a great effort for
2: 20 horses in work. is a fantastic effort. And staff. This mare has been lame since Monday. We've worked morning and night to get her here. Right. And uh, she, I don't know what she's she done in the trial, but she trod on something and come out with a big stone bruise and end up coming out in a coronet bin, not not even on the bottom of the foot. So we worked in toilet. Brett turned up this morning to trot her up at
1: seven o'clock. We're gonna scratch her, trot it up sound so we run her.
2: Want her a little bit quieter, but steady away and I wasn't going to drive her anywhere so we just had take what we had and we just slipped across the fence. She travelled lovely throughout the race. She really sprinted when I wanted to go and she just got herself out of a back to the field into the clear going before I knew it so it was a really good run. A little bit of buffing on the corner. I don't know what it cost her but um, I think she should have probably finished a bit closer but um, she present well in the final and um, she'll acquit herself well. Did she hit the line well? Yeah she did. It's probably what you wanted to see. Um, without winning you want to see him hitting the line and, and qualify so um, no, I think um, she's a rough chance here.
3: I Had the best run through ever and just kept angling out and just as I went to Sort of burst through and really make my run. I just got held up for a couple more strides and a bit frustrating in the end because she's come with a with a head full of steam. But look, she's off to the final, don't think she could have gone any better. Enormous run, wasn't it? Yeah, super. It's just frustrating for me because I don't think I was staying in the final, so I was hoping to win today. Exactly, but no, look, like you said, it was a, a terrific run. And if she can keep up that sort of form going into a final, I know there's some handy ones in it, but she's definitely not out of it.
1: Righty, oh well, Chris Lee's and uh, Tracy Bartley. Wow! For this final. Yeah, jeez, oh, that ride uh, there by Penza—he drew the outside barrier. He went back to the rails and never left it. They've went out warp speed in that race. They've crawled home in the slowest last 600 of the day, 37 something. And um, yeah, a great ride. He, he, he rides Newcastle like Johnny Wade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a huge run in that race. The horse that went out hard is the Pandora Blue. That went enormous.
0: Dwayne okay. Dow's the uh, CEO of the NJC, where we'll be racing tomorrow. Dwayne, good morning. Is that the sort of track that we just saw then? Is that the sort of track we're going to get tomorrow? How much rain have you had?
4: Uh, good morning, guys. Yeah, look, we had one mill of rain after the last race last night, and we've had another scud go through about an hour ago for another mill. So Chris Nation's put up a seven this morning. We thought it was pretty much a seven by the end of the day anyway yesterday. Um, so I would think, yeah, for the punters, I'd be doing form on that sort of track surface if we get some rain today and look, I think we're going to, I think everywhere around this area in Sydney are going to get rain, but I don't know whether there's big fronts coming through. It's just, you know, we might get rain here, but 10 minutes down the road, you won't. We've been extremely lucky in the last week where we just seem to have dodged it all. So touch wood, we can keep dodging it for the next 48 hours.
1: Wayne, as far as yesterday and tomorrow's concerned, is there any movement with that rail?
4: Yeah, Duff, the the rail will go out two metres uh, pretty much from the the winning post and around to the 400. We're going to leave the rail in the true position down the straight. Um, If you look at those replays yesterday, there wasn't a lot of traffic in that inside two metres, and you would have seen that winner in the championship qualifier uh, hard up against the rail. So I don't think there's going to be any disadvantage on the rail on Monday. So, you know, the jockeys will just find the best ground and the best horses will win.
1: First group one, race at Newcastle yeah. ever, am I right saying
0: that? Yeah, ever Dwayne. First, we're gonna get two, two for the price of one tomorrow, never a group one run at Newcastle.
4: Yeah, well, I did ask Gary Harley if we'd uh, if we'd a held one and um, yeah, no, no one could, could find an example. So yeah, it's exciting that the team's really pumped for this. Uh, you know, I feel for the ATC, we know how much effort goes into these big days. But uh, on the other hand, uh, we've got an amazing opportunity. Um, you know, we, we've had two unplanned meetings with yesterday and then obviously Monday, so uh, huge kudos to our team that we can adapt so quickly uh, we 've got challenges, no doubt on monday and it 's more around catering and, and bars where um, you know, we, we hadn 't planned to order food etc until Thursday for the wild card so yeah, the team's working extremely hard today to be able to put on a show on Monday, and um, you know we're expecting a good crowd even on a Monday.
0: Yeah, well that's what Ronnie was worried about. That the food bars would be open. <laughs> he thought he might have to bring a packed lunch, but he I th- I, th- I, th- I thought it'd be Gary Ali worried about it more. Well, <laughs> Gaz, Gaz is at Corindai
1: i oh, got to go to a disappointed about that. You no, know, yeah. well, the lunch is better up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, standard. but that, that is the very hard. You know, when you've got a meeting like this coming in a day's yeah. notice, it's hard to get all new staff and, you know, like you said, the catering. It's, mm, it's, it's yeah. not as if you click the fingers and make it happen. That's right.
0: No, it's going to be... A, it, it will be a great day. And watching that track yesterday, knowing we're going to get a similar service for tomorrow, Dwayne, uh, that's the best thing. And, and we'll see you up there.
4: Yeah, no. Looking forward to catching up again, guys. Um, yeah, it's, um, we're all, as I said, we're all very excited, and um, yeah, really looking forward to today.
0: First group one ever run at Newcastle and the richest race ever run at Newcastle. The Hunter a million dollar race, but a million and a half Tankred tomorrow. So you've just got a bit of tweaking
1: to do with your form. Yeah, I have. And I forgot to ask about my car park there as well, but I'll (laughs) I'll ring him on the way up. You'll be fine. You'll be fine.
0: Corey, thank you. Thank you, boys. And that is our shortened version of Thoroughbred Weekly. But stay tuned. A big week coming up here on uh, Thoroughbred Central with a week long uh, road to the championships starting tomorrow at Newcastle for the remainder of Tancred Stakes Day called off at Rose Hill yesterday.